Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the True Achievements podcast. We don't have Rich today. He's well, but has a sore shoulder, so he's not feeling very enthusiastic. So in his place, we have Ollie. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm very well. Yourself? I'm excellent. Thank you. Good. And as always, we have Jack with us. Hello. How are you doing, Jack? I'm doing very well. Thank you. What about you? Yeah, it's been a weird week, but bit of a downer on the uh, <laughs> yeah. With football yeah football the weather seems to have come to an end yeah they seem to happen at the same time as soon as yeah, they did lost. they did uh, it seems like a strange coincidence done it that yeah summer's over that's it back to rubbish <laughs> <laughs> right so because of the football and the hot weather and stuff i've been out and about i've not played anything whatsoever ollie you haven't played anything whatsoever i haven't played much i played a bit of near tomato um, oh, but didn't get too far with it i played about half an hour of it at home um didn't really catch on with me too much but yeah maybe i'll come back to it at some point jack you started one game yeah i've uh started yet another zombie defense hd and this was more of a test so the bean dive went live last friday morning yeah and we needed to test it quickly and just make sure everything was working. So I popped an achievement in that. That seems to be an easy title from last week's streams. Yeah. And it seems to be quite an easy completion as well, I've heard. So I might persevere with that one. Unlike Fallout 4, which I've uh, earned one more achievement in. And I'm now walking around the Wasteman collecting random things. And I don't really have any idea of what I'm doing. It introduced a settlement feature where you can build things and it's just flown over my head i think i skipped too many cutscenes. i hate i hate that it's added all that stuff like i haven't actually played it but I, I just don't like all the base building stuff at all it's not not my thing yeah i think the, the stuff that they added in skyrim again i never played skyrim but that was it was base building but simplified so you didn't get to choose where structures went and stuff like that you just upgraded a house effectively yeah but they had that they, in like oblivion and stuff as well like the yeah, castles and stuff yeah when they introduced like a whole you can put stuff wherever you want and build machines and crazy stuff it you know, <laughs> just goes a bit over my head oh well but, but speaking of being there are you planning on doing any more then for it or are you, we just, just um, did the test i think there? i will to be honest because i've got uh, game pass sitting there and there's loads of stuff i haven't played on that so could just pop a couple of games in from that um looking at vermintide 2 actually which has just came out on game pass it's supposed yeah, to be quite good play that together aren't we nice. uh, i was meant to do loads this week and then i've just it's just been too hot and i've not been feeling especially great so i've been going to bed pretty early-ish okay. and then obviously football and sunshine <laughs> and i went to the beach on sunday and stuff. <laughs> okay <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna dip my toe. I'm gonna do like between five and ten. I, I'm not going mental like five some people do and doing hundreds. It's mm. just too scary. Are you gonna get involved? I may well do. Yeah, I've got the uh, the idea count, so there's no limit to <laughs> the the dive I could take. But, the amount of quality yeah. games you could play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I could hop on Battle Nights and 100% Battle Nights. I'm sure I would love myself after doing that. No, yeah. Uh, no, I, I may get involved, yeah. You get a uh, neat badge on site if you do, don't you? I think. Yeah, you get a badge, yeah. So you got to try and get that done. Yeah, I've got two. I, th- I think I've got that badge. Maybe I've got the one for participating and not completing. But I've got two participations so maybe i could get a new one yeah yeah 
get it. All right, so we haven't played anything of note, but we've done some streams, some interesting games this week. What the box on Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, so this was interesting. It, <laughs> is, uh, it reminded me of Prop Hunt, which is a game yeah, mode in Carries like Mod, yeah. where you can phase into kind of another object and it's effectively hide and seek around a map, and then you've got to try and eliminate the other people. Um, in this game, rather than being able to phase into any object in the world, everyone is boxes, and you're in a level that is full of boxes. So you'll turn a corner and just see boxes, and one of the boxes could be a box that's a person. So it's similar in that respect. It's loads of different game types in it. So you've got Deathmatch, Team Deathmatch, King of the Hill, uh, Juggernaut. Um, it was online multiplayer, but you could add bots as well, which was good because we only found a couple of people online in it and the weapons included a box cutter and a stapler so it's kind of stationary related in a sense kind of box related um it, it was good fun but it felt like we experienced quite a lot of the game in about 10 or 15 minutes there wasn't much more to it no we kind of just went for achievements for most of the stream because a lot of the achievements in it are pretty easy so I think from that aspect, it might be worth picking up. We got nine achievements, so that's not bad for a stream. Yeah, yeah for 570 gamer score as well. So over half a gamer score in an hour, that's not too bad. Pretty but good, isn't it? Yeah. It just felt like it lacked some variation. Like We were discussing some ideas of how they could tweak things and maybe like extra additions they could put in. Stuff like um, maybe tagging boxes or damaging boxes because they got a little bit boring just turning a corner and wondering if it was a person and hitting every box yeah especially because we were playing with bots the whole time none of them like tried to hide amongst the boxes they just played yeah, it like it was them. like cod 4 or something so well, they played it like just... it was cod 4 and they always knew where you were yeah <laughs> wow but, yeah it was, it was okay though yeah could have done with some more weapons for sure mm. that's my major gripe i had a look at the guides the guides for it look quite easy there's a do you know what you're saying about you can add bots you can then like remove the bot straight away so like for getting four kills and stuff like that you can add a bot kill it <laughs> and remove it and then add another one if you need to stuff. oh wow i wonder if that'd work for winning the game types as well just add a bot start the game type remove the that bot. was it yeah and then just wait for the five yeah. minute time limit to finish oh, i hadn't even thought of that so there's one a one-shot mode as well, so you can jump up and down from miles away. So the bot shoots at you and misses you, and then then it's all, then it can only stab you. So you just wait for it to come close, shoot it. Oh wow! Then, okay. Then remove the bot and then finish the game. So one thing that was quite cool is the achievement list itself. The achievements seem like they put quite a lot of thought into them, like just the names and other bits and pieces. And I think you were saying the guy, um, a guy from True Achievements, actually contacted you. Well, no, the, one of the community members uh, is, I think he's like the leading gamer score person for Brazil. He tweeted that he helped the developer make it. So, oh, wow. so I, don't, I don't know if he named it or if he decided on what the full list was. On. I don't know the full okay. details, but I know he was involved some way. Okay. But it looks like he's made us a nice, easy completion. So that's yeah, so it's appreciated. Fairly priced game as well. It's quite cheap. So, you know. If you yeah, want it's your like game five dollars in it, but it's only available in North America and Canada. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Then up after that, we played Wheel Spin Frenzy, and this was a top-down racer in a micro machine style. You controlled a little car, you left and right on the stick, and accelerate and brake. Um, 
the handling of the vehicles was quite difficult to get the hang of initially, um, but kind of eventually clicked. And there's a, bit, a lot of sliding. When you turn, you just seem to drift, which is, yeah, it was difficult to control to start with. Um, it was really good fun, though, when you got into it and loads of different levels. Um, my only gripe, you had loads of different vehicles as well, but the vehicles didn't have any discernible stats that I could see. So like one vehicle, it, it wouldn't give you an acceleration bar and say, oh, this is better than this. You just yeah, have yeah. to choose the vehicle and give it a test and kind of figure out which one was better, which uh, seemed a bit weird. The only difference they seemed to have was like how heavy they were, if you get what I mean. So like the bigger ones would accelerate slowly, but they'd slow down slowly as well, um, which obviously made drifting a lot harder, I guess. Yeah. And it was all quite heavily physics based, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Play, I'd say. There's like which... stuff falling in the road and stuff like tires all over the place. Um, yeah. And as you're driving around, if you smash into like fences or knock over the tires, uh, you do get a nitro which can hold the A button to use. Um, it started to introduce some new mechanics on the later levels. So we got the first world was kind of the green zone. It was just mud tracks and a bit of road. Second world, it started to introduce ice and frozen puddles across the surface, which totally changed the handling when you drove over them. Um, and it also had an amazing art style. I mean, it looked uh, just really nice and kind of unique. And in the settings for it, you could actually increase the pixel size. So you could increase it so that one pixel became a group of two by two pixels or four by four pixels to get more of an old school effect. Right. Yeah, I've seen that in quite a few of the uh, ID games. Like in general, they have an option of like making the graphics worse. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's quite odd, isn't it? I mean, I get, I get why they do it, but it's. Yeah, you seem to see it a lot more in remasters as opposed to kind of new. IPs, I suppose, but it's uh, it seems to work quite well though. With I think it rather than worse, I'd probably say more stylized. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah I probably nice should have said it like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. No, I know. I, I see where you're coming from though. Yeah, sure. uh, And then that was uh, Tuesday done, and then we moved on to Thursday streams. So I'll let Ollie talk about these ones. Yeah, so I played. Battle Knights, and this was when Jack was out of the office for a bit, so I was one-on-one with Battle Knights, and um, it's basically a pretty standard 2D platformer like Mario or something like that, and um, very retro-styled. It had um, like a CRT screen effect imposed on it, so the screen kind of looked like it was bulging out a little bit, and had like weird layering to it, so it looked like an old TV, essentially. Um and yeah you just run around you have a sword you have power-ups you can get from killing enemies i don't think you could jump on enemies heads like mario so it's not exactly like mario but it's basically just quite a simplistic 2d platformer um and there were different enemy types stuff shooting at you standard stuff stuff you had to jump over jumping puzzles things like that I think when I got back to the office, you were at a point where there were enemies moving across invisible platforms. Yeah, that was the first time I'd encountered that in the game. So it was like spitting out all these different enemies onto invisible platforms. And you Um, had to look at the kind of motion of the enemies when they were turning around in order to figure out where you could safely walk. Yeah, Uh, that was probably the most interesting part of the game, to be honest. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't get too far. I, I did the first like tutorial world, um, and then there's an overworld map, um, exactly like uh, Super Mario Bros. again, mm-hmm. and you had different options. You could do like challenge levels, which were insanely difficult, which I didn't complete any of, um, and then you could move around to all the different worlds. Uh, and it, would, it also had this weird feature where as you were moving around, you'd have like a chance to encounter some random levels. So as you were moving around the overworld map, you'd have a chance to encounter a random new level, which it th- which the game threw at you, which I've never seen something like that before in one of those kind of games. It's kind of like Pokemon or something, if you've played Pokemon, when you're moving around in the grass or whatever. But yeah, I, I didn't get too far with it. I only completed the first world, which was like a wa- underwater world, which is quite interesting. The first world being like an underwater level was a bit strange. But um, yeah, I only got one achievement for that for 50 game score. And then we moved on to a game which Jack loves. It's definitely Jack's type of game, I reckon. Uh, it's Slime Sand Super Slime Edition. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very long name, but it's kind of like a Super Meat Boy clone, isn't it? It's um, very similar to those kind of games where it's really fast-paced platforming um, and you're running around the level, jumping off walls and stuff. Yeah, super short levels as well. So it's just uh, like usually it was just one screen of space, no screen movement at all. And it was just get from point A to point B couple of different abilities. So you could jump up walls indefinitely by tapping the A button, but it had to be a solid wall. If you touched a red surface, you'd die. If you came across a green surface, you could phase through it by holding the left trigger, which um, worked quite well, and you had to use that to avoid enemies at some points. And each level, uh, say level in air quotes, it consisted of five smaller levels. Um, In order to complete them, and each one had a time as well, so it'd be a time of 25 seconds to complete five levels, which uh, time seemed tough initially but we did manage to beat one yeah you got a few of them didn't you Mm. there's definitely a lot of different like things you can achieve on each level because you could beat the time you could get all the collectible apples Mm -hmm. or you could beat it in new game plus mode or something yeah well it's exactly like super meat boy in the respect on that you've got collect the bandages complete the level complete the level with a good time and then complete the level in the dark world which is the effectively new game plus yeah so definitely drew inspiration from that but the yeah. amount of content in it seemed insane yeah, it was so much mm. there was hundreds and hundreds of levels you could do and different variations of them yeah. absolutely insane and the options as well were even good so you could it had all different color options for either color blindness or just to stylize it a little bit more and swap things up there was a I call it an overworld again, but there were kind of a hub area outside of levels that you could actually go to and you could buy new art for the side of a screen. You could buy new abilities for your character, but some of the abilities would give you good traits, but also bad traits. So you'd have to balance that. It, it just seemed um, like a very well-made game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. Yeah. My initial thoughts on, on it weren't good, but um, like seeing all the stuff that it had to offer, it was fairly impressive, to be honest. And we did manage to get through the first world as well. Somebody in the stream said he'd be surprised if we got to the first boss, and we 
we went above and beyond. We beat the first boss. We actually did it. Nice. Well, yeah. you did it. I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> no, you can take a bit of credit as well. You have first support. <laughs> yeah, moral support. Yeah. Okay, so as we've been doing, uh, Jack, what which of these was your game of the week? Um, I think it's going to have to be Wheel Spin Frenzy. I think that was really good. And that, something really clicked. As I said, I found it difficult at first, but then a couple of races in, just started to get the hang of it. I was going to agree, but that would be boring if I agreed with you, wouldn't it? I it don't would. know. I, I, I was probably say Slime Sand, but I didn't get to play much of it. So if I if I get to play more of it, I probably would say that. Yeah, it looked looked like a good game. Okay, and next week's streams look pretty cool. We've got All Star Fruit Racing, which I know Rich was a big fan of. Uh, we've got Warhammer Vermintide Two, Earthfall, so that's two kind of Left for Dead type games, and then. Uh, the Spectrum Retreat, which I think is a, from going off what people were saying, it's going to be a pretty quick and easy completion, that one. So it might be another chance for you to get a 1,000 on a stream. Yes. I can't remember the last time we did that. I think it was uh, The Station or something, wasn't it? Maybe. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that was painful to watch, to be honest. <laughs> and we missed that praise about <laughs> halfway through, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We still did it though. That's yeah. all I care about. It took like fifty-two minutes as opposed to <laughs> twenty. It took me at home. But. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we live and learn. We live and learn. What was the game as well? Where there was that weird thing you had to go in a room and look at a clock. Oh. And then, oh. Imagine you try to do that. <laughs> was it the assemblance? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was good fun. I think the uh, train simulator stream was uh, one of my oh, favourites. Yeah. <laughs> when you get off the train. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to some site news. Obviously, we mentioned the bean dive. That ends, I think it's this Sunday at like 11.59pm UK time. Um, I think I'm right in saying as long as you click the button and start your dive before then you can kind of take as long as you want can't you to still be registered yeah yeah as soon as you click the button it'll tie you to the event if the event's active yeah so don't worry if you haven't got time this weekend to put everything on just click the button and do it at your own pace over the next week or two whatever you need and then uh, last week we launched a new range of merch so the new stuff is all kind of 10 year anniversary themed hoodies t-shirts few different designs and then we've also got some of the old designs are still available as well the mugs and all that kind of stuff so if you want to hear that i'll link to it in the show notes and you can go on and get yourself some ta merch and i'm not being biased but i've got a couple of them now and i've found the quality to be pretty good like i bought the very first time we did it we did just a black t-shirt with like a ta logo across and that i've still got that now like about what two three years later okay. i guess it is not faded, the logo's still intact, it's not like peeled off or anything yet, so it's decent quality if you're interested. All right, regular news. So we've got five titles are going to be leaving Xbox Game Pass at the end of this month, unfortunately. Uh, so it's going to be Dirt Rally, Overcooked, Pharonic, So Many Me, and Ultratron. I, I probably wouldn't be bothered about three of them, but Overcooked and Dirt Rally, definitely worth giving a go if you haven't done so yet. Mm-hmm. I think even though Dirt Rally is leaving, Dirt Four has just gone in, hasn't it? So yeah, I think it sounds like a bit of a switcheroo. switcheroo. People are uh, <laughs> discussing in the comments as well with Overcooked leaving. They're wondering if Overcooked Two is going to make Releasing it into there. Mm. Yeah, could be. 
I might play Overcooked. It looks like quite a funny little game. Um, yes, it's good fun. It's a good way to uh, have a domestic if you play with somebody else as well. It's, yeah, that's, uh, I try and play it with my friend who likes those kind of games. Lots of yeah. shouting will be involved. <laughs> I don't think it's probably it's probably not too bad, you know, if you can kind of communicate properly, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't recommend doing it with kids. Yeah. <laughs> have you tried it with kids? Yeah, I, I tried it for quite a while and then I just ended up like grounding them and... <laughs> Get them into bed and stuff because they were rubbish. And then when they saw Overcooked 2, like, oh, Dad, are we going to play this again? Like, no. no. We'll, we'll leave this. I'm one. going to play it. You're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we won't bother this time. <laughs> uh, right, moving on. There's some uh, DLC has gone free for Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 4 until July the 17th. So, a few days to get on this if you want to. There's uh, the Turning Tides DLC for Battlefield 1. And uh, on Battlefield 4, you can download Second Assault. So get on them. Free DLC is always good. And uh, they've all got achievements for them, so make the most of it. Uh, last week, EA announced that there's going to be a few games coming to EA Access before the end of September. And one of them's already arrived. So we've got The Sims 4, if you want to jump on that. Uh, there's a ton of DLC that's uh, pretty expensive, but... You don't need the DLC to complete the game. Mm-hmm. There's no DLC achievements or anything like that. So, But if you do on the DLC, it's 10% off, isn't it, if you yeah. do have EA access? It's one of them. It's still a ridiculous price, though, aren't they? They're really expensive, I seem to remember. It but seems yeah, to be a game where if um, somebody really enjoys it, they usually just play that, don't they? Yeah. yeah a little bit like sure. Train Sim. <laughs> yeah, just, just like Train Sim. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Don't think the um, the control scheme was particularly great for this. Like I played The Sims Three on the three sixty, and I thought that worked quite well. But I've heard, I know our review, and I've heard quite a few comments in the story saying the control scheme's pretty rubbish for it. So it sounds like to a, bear in mind. a PC game that was ported to Xbox without much consideration for yeah. controls. But I was going to say that it's probably lots of different buttons and stuff which don't map well to the controller. The Sims 3, I thought, worked quite well, but I don't, I, I've not tried this. I might, I might give it a go. I might deep bean dive it now it's free. Um, I wonder what the achievements are like in The Sims. It's been years since I've played any Sims games, like a long time. And I wonder like how like how long it actually takes to complete a Sims game. Is it like really, really long? I've uh, completed three and The Sims 3 pets. Our completion the- estimate for number four is 80 to 100 hours. Oh, yeah, okay. I think it's huge. It's a lot of kind of you know going down one path with one character, and then you got to kind of switch and study other things and stuff. Oh, okay, it's like getting them to graduate and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, okay. There was a stream, a live stream. It was about an hour long the other day for Forza Horizon Four. I don't know if you guys watched it or not. It was pretty interesting. So they were, they're going to do four over the next few weeks. And they're going to focus on doing the different seasons in the game. So uh, yesterday they were focusing on summer. So they were showing, you know, pretty much like it has been here over the last few days, clear blue skies, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're going on to talk about some of the stuff in the game. Like, you know, you will still get a bit of rain in the summer like we do. Uh, potholes are included in the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is excellent. They were, they were just kind of cruising around and talking. There was It was pretty interesting, some of the stuff. Like, the way that they've recreated England looked really cool. It did look stunning. There's a, a new home feature. So... If I don't know if you played the previous game, 
there's now homes that you can buy. So these 12 homes that you can buy and the different kind of values. So you can go from buying like a little cottage to buying like Edinburgh Castle. And if you buy Edinburgh Castle, you get some stuff like a crown you can wear in the game and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and then the, when you buy these houses, they might give you little perks, like one of the houses that's quite well hidden. I'll allow you to start like fast travel around the map for free. Oh, okay. So there's all, the, all these little things to look out for. Did look really cool. It's like an hour long, so it's it's not short, but it's worth checking out, and you're going to learn a bit more about the game over the next few weeks. It does it's look pretty good. But when you say um, you can wear a crown, does that mean you can get out of your car and walk around in Forza now? There's, they've done a thing that's pretty weird to me, but I suppose every game's doing it now. So there's quite a lot of clothing customization and stuff you can do. And then, like at the end of a race, there's all the oh, okay. you know, dancing and stuff like yeah. Fortnite and all that kind of stuff. So you can pick emotes and dab and all that kind of stuff. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you know. Everybody's going to be doing the floss or dabbing and stuff like that after every race, which will be cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> so all, that's when you can see that you've got your crown on. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But there was, yeah, there's all kind of clothing. And uh, they were playing it offline mode, so they were just to show, basically. Because I know they said at um, E3, you know, that every car you'll kind of meet will be a real player. Oh, but yeah. There is, a, there is an offline mode where you can play and it'll be re- replaced with the driver tiles, like... Horizon 3 was basically but that looked cool and then last bit this week Rocket League is now available in Xbox Game Pass so amazing game if you haven't played it already get on it check it out go 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 but that's a pretty good month for, for Games Pass we got a few at the beginning of the month and then some new releases Bomber Crew Warhammer already added this month and now Rocket League so get on it was it Vermintide 1 they added yeah no, uh, Vermintide, Vermintide 2. 2 oh nice in Straight into Games Pass. Lovely. I might play Rocket League as well. I've always wanted to check it out. Uh, yeah, oh, Rocket League's good fun. Definitely do. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, spent loads of time on that, didn't we? Yeah, we don't. I don't think we ever got very good at it. But I've heard it's really cheap. tricky, right? To be good. Yeah, I think it's one of them games where anybody it's easy to pick up and play. Like anybody can just smash the ball around, but the really skilled people can kind of juggle it through the air and mm. just make you look really rubbish. But. <laughs> Me and Jack spent a lot of time playing at bots just for achievements and stuff. So we looked at All right, on to some back compat news. Yes, yeah, so we've got two titles added this week. We've got Overlord and Overlord 2. Nice. So nice games I know a lot about. To be yeah, honest. me neither. Nah, likewise. All right, Ollie, let's move on to some questions. Yeah, let's move on to them. Um, so the first one is the question of the week, and it's from Mark Delaney. Uh, TA's own Mark Delaney um, and he says well disappointments are in the news uh, I think he means the football from that uh, which game has been your biggest disappointment of the year so far the toughie uh, well I was going to say Sea of Thieves which is quite co- controversial to some people I it's back. <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry Mark um, but yeah I was from like watching the initial like streams of it and um, gameplay videos of it I thought it would be a lot better than it was, basically. Um, I think it was basically the same gripe that most people had with it, was that it's it's cool, like, the base game is cool, but there's just not enough in it to keep you interested for any significant length of time. I know people have been talking about this over and over again, so I won't labour it too much. But, yeah, I think... I know they're adding content to it now, so maybe I'll check it out again. But I think 
that's probably for me the game I was the most hyped about and then just didn't want to play it really so yeah okay so the answer I had in mind for this is a game that I haven't played and I don't intend to play but it is The Culling 2 and it's more it just seems super kind of shady um, how it's came about so it it wasn't announced anywhere and it just got a surprise release the other day. It just appeared and it was playable. But the Culling 1 only released, like, was it six months ago or something? And uh, two months after release, they dropped all support for it. Uh, it had a really small user base initially, and this one's already down to two players online. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. Uh, and it, it just seems like it's a bit of a money grab. They've tried to, they've gone, ah, it's, people love Battle Royale again. We're just going to make a new game, drop all support for our old game, release it and try and get some money. And yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't sit too well with me. But. It looked like a really bad clone of uh, PUBG, basically. Like, it didn't look yeah. any different to PUBG. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, for me, it's more of a disappointment of, uh, well, the gaming company. <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed sure. to be game. But, yeah. My answer is a bit. I played a lot of new stuff this year. Um, the stuff I have has been all right, but generally speaking, just games in general, nothing's really excited me so far this year. Oh, okay. There's normally something I'm really looking forward to, but until sort of like Red Dead comes out later this year and the new Assassin's Creed stuff, so far nothing's really blown me away. What about like, a way out? Even, yeah, I mean, a way out was good. Like Far Cry Five, I've, I've mm. still not got off the first tutorial, and I played that and wasn't really About, pulled um, in or anything. Assassin's Creed Origins. That was last year, though. Was that last it? year? Yeah. Blimey, I'm a year behind. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Just in general, there's nothing kind of come out that's really made me go, "Wow, I definitely need to play that." Mm. And it's going to be towards the end of the year that that starts happening. Has that changed after uh, E3? Have you seen anything that you really yeah, there's, want to play? There's stuff that. Yeah, there's stuff that I'm really looking forward to playing later this year mm-hmm. that's coming out, but just at the moment so far. I mean, I know the, early in the year is generally pretty quiet, but you normally get like a bit of a gem or something, don't you? Do you know, mm-hmm. something that comes out and nothing's really making me go, I need to turn my Xbox on at the minute, put it that way. Fair enough. Okay, so the next one is from Jesse Hill. How important do you think the Xbox accessibility controller is for possibly increasing interest in the Xbox One as a gaming platform? I think it's um, quite important. It's more less about the gaming platform, I'd say, and just more about Microsoft as a company, though, because it shows that they want to get as many people as possible to get the best gaming experience possible. And they're happy to invest in that, which is a big thing for a company. I think and it puts a very shines a very good light on them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know too much about it. I was having a look at what the accessibility controller actually is a couple of minutes ago. And um, yeah, I think it's definitely only going to be a good thing. Um, I don't think any other major like gaming companies doing the same thing. I could be wrong, but yeah. Yeah, I've definitely not seen anybody go as far as Microsoft have with this because it's literally, a, it's almost like a, a breadboard. Like you just yeah. plug in cables and plug in buttons where you want them and you can build something entirely customized to you to I think as well, allow you to experience not, it how you want to. I'm not 100% certain on this, but Phil Spencer mentioned something like it's not limited to just the Xbox either. 
Oh, okay. To know that the way it's been designed, it could plug into like a PS4 or oh, nice. whatever, a PC. I'm pretty certain he said that. Like, you'd have to check it out if you're going to buy one to play on your PS4, I guess. Oh, that's good. Um, cool. So we've got another question from Will Cruz. If you were head of the Xbox Game Pass division, what would you add or adjust to improve the service overall? Anyone got any thoughts on that one? I think I'd maybe make the period, you know, when they're going to remove games a little bit longer. Oh, what, the announcement? Yeah, because when did that come out yesterday? So it gives you, like, what, 16 days or so to actually, you know, some of them are quite long games. So maybe if you could make it, like, a two-month or at least a month, something like a full month for people to play stuff if they haven't done already. And I think the only other thing I'd say is maybe think about doing some kind of bundle where it's gold is bundled in, you know, for a little bit of a discount. Mm, That's a good idea, actually. If you buy gold, I think monthly, is it £6 a month? Something like that, and then game passes like eight, so maybe do something like I don't know, twelve pound for the both or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think I agree. That's quite a good idea, just to have like, especially because some games are made so much better once you have gold. Um, yeah, and they're going to be adding in these games, and you think, oh, I want to play that. I've got Game Pass, but I don't have gold. So I, d- I did exactly that with Sea of Thieves because as soon as it came out, it was on Game Pass, but you need gold to play it. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's pretty spot on as it is. Like, there's not. It's an amazing kind of money yeah. value. Yeah, I think that's the the obvious answer. Like, oh, they could just add more games to it, but they obviously want to keep the number of games they've got in at kind of some some boundary. And it's kind of a bit yeah. of a rolling system, isn't it? It doesn't make sense to have them all in there. It doesn't make sense to have fewer in there. But the fact you're getting these games releasing straight in as well is a pretty, not just yeah. the Microsoft ones, but like, you know, Bomber Crew and stuff like that. To be fair, that's something I never expected when they initially announced it. You, When they say, oh, we're going to give you access to 100 games, you think, oh, it's going to be 100 super old games that I've already played yeah. Yeah. that nobody really cares about, that they're not going to be losing much money on. But they must be making enough to justify that from it. They don't release figures about how many people are on Game Pass, do they? No. Okay. I think so. Be interesting to know how many. Uh, yeah, cool. So last question comes from Andrew. Based on the latest site poll, which other entertainment medium is your guy's favourite? In the case of books, movies, music, etc., any you would potentially recommend to listeners? I'm into a few different types of media i guess i don't actually watch tv that much as much as i used to i think i'm the quite similar thing with a lot of people that are more into gaming they don't tend to watch tv i don't know you guys might be different but uh, i do read books now and again no that's uh it's not the um it's old school yeah old you didn't physical paperbook or you didn't do yeah, it on a kindle you yeah, know you got... not even any tech related it's just me in a book <laughs> oh. uh uh, <laughs> I know, very old fashioned. Um, but yeah, I Don't you I, do it by candlelight. So. Yeah, sure, <laughs> if, if you want, mate. If you want. I put on my smoking jacket and sit by the fire. <laughs> Have a little cat on my lap. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I like music as well. I think it's 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 kind of hard to say that you don't like a particular entire medium of, um, you know whatever so yeah I, I would recommend you you put on some music and read and read a book how about that like one of them wind up <laughs> records i think 
<laughs> yeah, gram- gramophone. Gramophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm uh, quite similar. I uh, do a little bit of reading. Um, always preferred paper books to digital as well. Um, listen to quite a bit of music and listen to quite a few podcasts as well. Oh, same actually. Mm. Which a bit, I haven't been doing it too much recently, but podcasts are definitely a, a good thing. So any of the podcasts you'd recommend, though? Um, yeah, there's a couple of uh, video game-related ones. There's obviously Kane and Rince, uh, which is a guy called uh, Tony's good friend of the show. He's on that quite often. I think Mark's had a guest appearance on there as well. There's the Funhouse one, which I've been listening to quite a lot. That's good, too. Fair enough. Dave, any uh, recommendations? Yeah, well, I watch quite a bit of TV. But it's mainly rubbish TV. Like, I, I just sit and have it on. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is more kind of my style of watching TV, though, nowadays, instead of sitting in front of, you know, the sky and yeah. tuning in each week and that kind of thing. Just watch it all rubbish. in one block, binge it. Yeah. yeah. I'll even do even stuff like that is on TV that I watch, like, say, Game of Thrones. I'll try and, you know, record all of them and then watch it all in one go like later on rather than watching each week and remembering to tune in and all that kind of nonsense. Obviously, yeah, loads of music. Podcast-wise, I only really listen to one, and it's the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, I was going to say that. So, yeah. so random. Who we like? I, I like UFC, so that stuff interests me. But you could be listening to, like, a UFC champion one week and then next week it's an Egyptologist and it's like, <laughs> what's going on <laughs> But, but he just has these amazing conversations with crazy different people, so that's really good. It gets quite philosophical as well, doesn't it, some of them? Yeah, some of them pretty get pretty deep, and I'm left questioning the world. But He's always about asking the uh, chap to pull up a video. I forgot what his name <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's really cool. I don't really watch a, a great deal of movies, though. Like... Yeah, I'll never sit. I never really sit at home and like watch an entire movie. I do yeah. watch series. I do have Netflix, but recently I haven't been too into it. I'm similar. A movie seems like a massive investment to me, but I'll happily sit down and watch like ten <laughs> episodes of a TV show in a row, which yeah. is arguably like four times as much time investment. But... True. The thing is, like with a TV show, you've watched previous episodes of it. You know you like it, but. It's, with a movie, it's almost more of a risk, I guess. Because if you don't like it, then you're like, well, should I just turn this off? Or no, I have to. At least that's what I do. I think, oh, no, I'll sit through it, even if I don't like it. Which, yeah. I'd say a, rec- a recommendation if you do watch a lot of TV and movies, I guess. Sign up on Tract. Um, it's T-R-A-K-T, Tract.com. And it's kind of like T-A, but for tracking your progress in movies and TV and stuff. And it, it gets really annoying because I start, I sometimes sit watching stuff that I don't even want to watch just so I can 100% the series <laughs> and finish it. It's just because I've watched oh, two wow. episodes at some point. Wow. But you can link it into like Plex and Netflix and stuff, you know, so it automatically tells it what you've watched and you can keep track of it all, which is pretty cool. Wow, I never knew something like that existed. Tracking your movie-watching stats. Who'd have thought? So, new achievement list. As usual, we have tons. Uh, so we've got Bomber Crew up first with 30 achievements. We've got Super Destronaut DX with 13 achievements. And the completion estimates for this are very low, I think. It's about an hour to complete it. 
which isn't too bad. We've got Shining Resonance Refrain with 47 achievements. The Culling 2 with 30 achievements. Earthfall with 41 achievements. The Spectrum Retreat with 15. ACA Neo Geo of Super Sky with a standard 12 achievement list. And All Star Fruit Racing with 45 achievements. And we'll be streaming that next Tuesday. We're streaming Earthfall as well. Mm. Just so a heads up. Danger Zone 2 with 13 achievements. This is like the crash part of Burnout. Um, first one was quite quite good fun. Uh, we've got Epic Loon with 10 achievements. Insane Robots with 76 achievements. Wow. Um, Frost with 21 achievements. And Tempest 4000 with 21 achievements as well. Then DLC-wise, we've had the Aquatic Update hit in the normal version of Minecraft with four achievements for 120 gamer score. We've had the Cyber Shadow Update in Smite with two achievements for 35 gamer score. And the Aquatic Update has also hit in Minecraft Windows 10 with the same four achievements for 120 gamer score. Okay, new releases today. We have uh, Lego The Incredibles, if you're in Europe and didn't get it. About a month ago in America, which is strange. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 3, Monsters Overboard. Uh, Gekido Kintaro's Revenge. Uh, the Spectrum Repeat. Eti- Epic Loon. All-Star Fruit Racing. Danger Zone 2. Insane Robots. And Earthfall. Quite a busy day today. Lots of stuff here. <laughs> and then next Tuesday, we got Path of the Motors. Tempest 4000. Mother Gunship. Uh, the Adventure Time Pirates of the... Enchiridion, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mugsters, Wednesday the Long Reach, The Moose Man, and Indhog 2, which Jack thought... I, I thought it was already released. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. And then, uh, Thursday we have ACA Neo Geo League Bowling. God, they do everything, ACA Neo Geo. They're going to hopefully run out of games eventually. <laughs> that doesn't look like it, is it? <laughs> League we'll bowling. In, they'll probably start doing remasters of the uh, re releases. <laughs> we'll be here in 10 years, like King of Fighters yeah. 2018. <laughs> All right, that's it for today's show. Thanks very much for tuning in. We shall be back next Friday, hopefully. Rich should be feeling better and be available to join us. Until then, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.